Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, I'm Judy. I am a compulsive overeater. It's really nice to be here. Thank you. Thank you, Elaine, for asking me. It's nice to see you. Um, I feel a lot of warm feelings about Oakland and the East Bay. I lived in the Bay Area for a long time, and um, I started Overeaters Anonymous in San Francisco and then moved to the East Bay. But what I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to do the usual, which is I'm going to tell you a little about what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. Um, I am a garden variety compulsive overeater. I have been a compulsive overeater my whole life. I don't know anything other than being a compulsive overeater and always wanting more. Um, I've always been a quant quantity volume eater. Um, that hasn't really changed, which is one reason, the main reason why I weigh and measure my food because um, I want more. I believe that I have a physical addiction to certain food substances and I'm addicted to eating because whenever I eat, I want to keep eating. So, um, so I came into Overeaters Anonymous. I, 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 I tried everything growing up. My mom had me on diets from the time I was about 13 years of age. She'd take me to diet doctors and I, I, you know, I, I tried so many different plans, so many pain ways through the years and um, nothing, nothing worked over time. And I really, really believed it was a moral issue. I really thought I was weak willed. And if I would just try harder, then I surely I ought to be able to handle this. I was able to achieve other things in my life. I was, you know, I had a successful career. I had great friends. Um, I got along with my family, um, but I couldn't get a handle on, on the eating. Um, I went to one Overeaters Anonymous meeting while I was living in New Jersey. Um, this was like 1979, I guess. And it wasn't even in a church. It was in a school. And they said, what's your name? And I told them my name was Judy. And they went, hi, Judy. And I felt like, oh my God, you know, it was like going to be the invasion of the body snatchers or something. I just, it scared me. I, and I left after the newcomers meeting. They said a prayer. I thought, I thought it was a crazy Christian cult group, frankly. That's, that's what I thought. And I thought that the problem was that I needed to get out of New Jersey and get back out West because I had grown up in the West. And so I got a great job. I was moved to San Francisco. And within three months, I had gained 30 pounds. Um, and I was, I was ready to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. I was so depressed and it had just gotten completely out of hand. Um, a, a second cousin of mine who I thought lost all his weight in Weight Watchers told me, came over for dinner one night, and it was actually the night before President's Day, 1981. 
And he said, no, I lost my way in Old Readers Anonymous. So he said, there's a meeting tomorrow night at Old First Church, NS in Sacramento, and go to the meeting, get a food plan, get, a, get literature, get a sponsor, call me when you get home. And I said, okay, because I was, I was beat. And I went to the meeting. I don't remember anything about the meeting except that I grabbed the first person who raised their hand and said that they were a sponsor. Um, you know, a lot of times I, I've heard they say, you know, find somebody who has what you want. I just grabbed the first person who raised their hand because I was so afraid that if I didn't do that, I, I, I well, first of all, I knew it wasn't going to work. You know, I figured I could last 40 days because that's how long I lasted on Nutrisystems. And, um, I thought, you know, I can do this for 40 days, maybe. I couldn't imagine going without some of the foods that, that I ate every day. And um, so I started calling this person. This was President's Day, 1981. And I was 30 years old. And I've been going to Overeaters Anonymous not, ever since then without, without ever stopping. This program, everything turned upside down when I, when I came to Overdue's Anonymous and started um, just following, following a food plan, um, which was very important for me. I needed that structure. And I, um, and I called the sponsor every day. I started working the steps with some, with, um, actually with that cousin, that distant cousin of mine. And, um, when I got to step four, uh, I, I guess I'm jumping around, but I'm sorry. That's kind of the way I, that's kind of the way I roll. Anyway, when I got to step four, I didn't understand. I didn't have any clue as to my part in anything. I thought I was a victim. I thought I did things because of what people did to me. So I, I couldn't get the big book way of doing the the, the fourth step. And so my step sponsor said, just take the seven deadly sins, write about your experience with each one. And that's what I did. I didn't put anything about what my part was. I just put all the things, all my, all my examples of, of those different, you know, gluttony and sloth. And I don't even remember what the other ones are right now, but, um, but you know what? It was the best I could do at the time, and it was fine because, because it was the best I could do at the time. Since then, I've done a lot of four steps, and I have a higher power that, you know, the, I think it was the four today today said something about my, God is doing for me what I cannot do for myself. And my higher power has done so many things for me that I could not do for myself. Um, I, I haven't had the foods that I, um, that were my binge foods from, for decades and it's miraculous. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful to have that freedom. You know, I still have a pretty, what some people would call a structured, some people might call it rigid food plan. To me, it's not rigid or structured. I mean, it's structured, but it's freeing for me. Um, and I'm, and I'm very, very grateful for that. I, um, 
I love my food. I love my meals. I eat the same thing practically every day. And that works for me. I'm very lucky. I am not, I'm definitely not the galloping gourmet, you know? Um, a lot of times I just want to have my meal and just have it. <laughs> um, I work with several sponsees. Um, I'm actually available to be a sponsor because the sponsees that I'm working with are not, haven't been real great about keep, you know, keeping in touch with me lately. So I think it's time to get somebody, you know, that I can work the steps with again. And um, because that's absolutely to me what this program is about is, is the 12 steps. That's what makes it work as far as I'm concerned. Um, I, I wanted to also say something that um, a lot, I hear a lot of people talking about what their abstinence is. And I really love the definition of abstinence that World Service has come up with um, about um, refraining from compulsive overeating and compulsive food behaviors while working towards or maintaining healthy body weight. Um, my food plan is not my abstinence. My food plan is a tool that I use to help me be abstinent. And, um, and so I, th I, I think that's an important distinction. And I, I try to, to make that clear to the people that I work with. Um, I live alone. Um, I never thought that I would be able to, I, I never expected my life would work out the way that it did. I mean, I'm 70 years old now. I don't have a spouse. I never had children. That's not the way I thought it would go. But, um, but it's, it's, but I have a great life, you know? Um, there are so many spiritual experiences that I have had as the result of working the 12 steps. I guess I'm talking about what it's like now. And um, one of them is that I am a grateful person. I was never grateful. I was always aware of what I didn't have in my life. And I don't feel that way anymore. Um, I live alone. I, I have found this the last four months to be difficult. Um, I'm lonesome. I don't have the activities that I did on a regular basis. Um, I, you know, I would go to, I had a lot of structure in my life. I mean, I would go to exercise classes, did a Zumba class at the senior center. You know, um, I, I, in my career, I was a special education teacher. And so I continued um, doing some home hospital instruction with students. And so I had a lot of things that I did. And I went to at least three meetings a week. Well, now I'm doing a lot more meetings because um, I can do Zoom meetings. And um, partly it's something, you know, partly I do it because it, it, it's something to do. And I get to see people that I know at the meetings. And so, um, you know, I, I figure every meeting, every meeting I go to, and every time I work with somebody, I'm putting a deposit in my OA bank account. And so, you know, the time ever comes when things are tough, like sometimes I think they're tough these days. I've had some days where I've been pretty depressed. Um, and I have my OA bank account to draw on to get me through those days. 
I have people that I can call. And, um, you know, I, I looked at the, the four today and the Voices of Recovery this morning. And um, one of the things, I, can't, I still have time left. Oh, boy. I may be done <laughs> quicker than 15 minutes. I hope that's okay. Um, but uh, one of the things, I think, it, let's see, it was in the... Three minutes left, Judy. Oh, perfect. Oh, come on. Okay, in the um, Voices of Recovery, the last sentence said, it's, a, it's about reminding me that this is a threefold program, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And sometimes I forget that there is an emotional component that I really need to deal with, you know, because I've got, sometimes I'm not aware of what my feelings are. And so um, staying in touch with other people helps me stay on track in that, in that arena as well. Um, I, I have a routine that I do every day. I, I pray, I meditate, I write, I write a gratitude list. A lot of days I write a lot of the same things, but um, that's okay. I've got a lot in my life to be grateful for. Um, and I do a little walk. I talk to people. You know, there's a lot of, I have a lot of empty time right now. So, um, you know, I, uh, I can't imagine what my life would be like without Overeaters Anonymous. I, I, I can't even begin to imagine. And the, the opportunity to share today was a real gift. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. So I think that's all I have.